the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey folks, how you doing? This is Bill Twyford, the real estate rock star. Welcome to Investing on the Go, sponsored by the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Investing on the Go is our weekend flashpoint sessions. As you know, Investing on the Go is a quick 15-minute session to help you while you're driving for dollars. Now, this week is going to, we're going to cover mapping an area. Now, how do you map an area correctly? Now, let's think about this for a second. You're driving for dollars. You've got to get out there and be as productive as possible when you're out there driving for dollars. And the only way you're going to do that, folks, is to map correctly. My son, Will, says the better you map the area you're working, the better you are going to be more, the more efficient you're going to be out in the field. So the better you are mapping in the evening. So you're going to take the night before and you're going to map out all of your different properties you want to go to and you're going to get them all laid out. You're going to, going to get them clustered up into small little clusters to where you go from one house to the next, to the next, to the next by using either MapQuest, Route Planner, Anything that you've got out there to map things out. You know, I'm not a big fan of using GPS on your phone because what happens is your phone dies. And I've been out training with people in the past where their phone has died and they didn't have the backup paperwork to know what they were doing when we're out training, where we're going to go next. However, I had the backup paperwork with me. And they were like, well, I'm so glad you brought the paperwork, Tyler and Joel. Their phones died. They didn't have chargers. So they had everything all GPSed in, but their phones died. So I'm not a big fan of GPSing because, you know, I'm trying to talk to you. You're trying to think, what am I going to say to this homeowner? You're trying to look over, you know, um, you know, the neighborhood and you've got somebody talking to you going, uh, please make a right turn on Elm Street. Turn around. Please, you Make a U-turn. You've made a wrong turn. Please turn around. Rerouting, rerouting, all that stuff's going on. It's distracting. So don't do that, okay? What we like to do is print physical maps. Now, I'm very visual, so what I do is I look at the map, and I see where I'm going. Now, if you're great with GPS, that's I'm good with GPS too, but you know what? I turn off the lady from Australia or England or whoever she is um, that's telling me to keep turning around all the time. All right, so... What I want you to do when you're out there mapping an area out, let's just say you've got 20 houses you're going to go see. And we're going to talk about different layers of mapping because you've got different things that are out there. You've got different types of leads that are out there. So I want you guys to understand that. So when you're mapping an area out, let's just say it's 10 blocks by 10 blocks. Let's just say that's what it is. It'll be a bigger area than that probably, but let's just say that's what it is for this investing on the go training. 
Inside that 10 block by 10 block area, you've got foreclosures. You've got people that are 30, 60, 90, 120 day lates that are mortgage late leads that are not pre-foreclosures, they're not public record, they're not anywhere to be found other than buying them from us for $500 for 500 leads. You give us 12 zip codes. Okay, and if you want leads like that, contact me at BillTwyford at AOL.com. And that's T-W-Y-F-O-R-D at AOL.com. And we can go ahead, get you 500 leads, give me 12 zip codes. We'll get you 500 leads of people that are mortgage lights, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days. They're not a public record yet. They're people behind in their mortgage and they're not in foreclosure. Okay, those are great to chase because nobody else is chasing them. So now you've got foreclosures in this 10 by 10 area, and we're going to call it a 10 by 10. And that's 10 blocks by 10 blocks. So our 10 by 10 is going to have foreclosures in it. It's going to have late leads in it. And if you're in some areas of the, of the United States, different states, you can go in to the public trustee's office online or their account, the county website whether it's a public trustee's office, sheriff's department, wherever they're uh, publicizing the foreclosures in your area, go in there. It's going to ask you for a search criteria. In that search criteria, you can put in from like January of 2019 to December of 2019, and it will give you all of the properties that were in foreclosure. So you go back in time, and it'll give you all the properties that are in foreclosure, and you'll look at the status on them. They'll say withdrawn, 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 bankruptcy. Well, if it's in bankruptcy, that's still a foreclosure. It's still a lead. It may say deeded. If it says deeded or sold, then that means it was deeded or sold either back to the bank or to another investor. The ones that are sold or deeded, you want to make sure that you take their addresses down. Because remember, in your 10 by 10, you've got foreclosures, late leads, and now you've got properties that are bank owned that are in this area. All right. You got properties that are bank owned. So now when you're driving by a bank owned property, you see it's not listed with an agent. You go up, you notice it's bank owned. You see the stickers on the windows and you got that just by getting on the county website and looking for properties that have sold. Okay. Through the foreclosure process. You may also drive by that same house and you see a rehabber working there. Now, what are you going to do now? Well, think about it for a second. If there's a rehabber there, you're going to go talk to the rehabber and put him on your buyer's list. Find out what he's looking to buy next. Does he have to sell this house to buy another house? See, so what we want to do, guys and gals, we want to be as efficient as possible when we're out mapping an area. We want to find the foreclosures. We want to map out the late leads. We want to map out the bank REOs. We want to map out divorces. We want to map out bankruptcies. We want to find all five of these that are out there and probates if you want to throw those in. You know, so here's what we're doing on the mapping. You have these six different types of properties. We're going to go ahead and let's just say 123 Elm Street is a foreclosure. And 126 Elm Street, right across the road, is a late lead. And then over on Main Street, one block over, you've got five more houses. Two of them are bank owned, one's a divorce situation. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to mark those on your map what they are. So you know what to use as a script when you get to the door and talking to the homeowners. But here's what I want you to do. Inside that 10 by 10, you have different layers of different types of properties that are in distress. Remember, you've got your foreclosures. Map all of those out in your 10 by 10. In this 10 by 10, you might have seven foreclosures. In this same 10 by 10, and those seven foreclosures are in this 10 by 10, and they're just dotted all over. But now, over the top of those foreclosures is your late leads. You might have 29 late leads in the 10 by 10. So now you've got seven foreclosures and 29 late leads. And you've got five properties. you got five properties that are bank-owned. you got no divorces and no bankruptcies and no probate. So you've got seven foreclosures. You've got 29 properties that are late. And you've got five bank-owned properties. So now what do you have here? 29 and 7 is 36. And 5 is 41. In this 10 by 10, you've got 41 properties that you can go knock on the door. Out of the 41, five of them are, are bank REOs. Okay, and those bank REOs, what are you going to do with those? <clears throat> Think about that for a second. When you see a vacant property, and if you're just driving home from work and you see a vacant property that's not listed with an agent and you see stickers on the doors or it's boarded up, you're going to stop, you're going to stop and drop. You're going to stop and you're going to drop a bandit sign that says, I buy houses cash, no equity, no problem with your phone number on it. Or it's going to say houses for sale, seller financing with your phone number on it. Or it's going to say in foreclosure, question mark, money to lend with your phone number on it. If it's on a busy street, put all three signs out. If it's just on a, a street inside the subdivision, just put one of your signs out. It doesn't matter what sign you put out. Just get signs out there. If the yard's being maintained, if the yard's being maintained, then put it up against a tree or put it up in the flower bed, something like that. So the people that are maintaining the yard don't have to go in and deal with your sign, cut around it. Okay. Now, when we get to the calls where you're, 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 you're going to have to figure out what to say. We're going to have a call just on that for that type of a call that comes in off of a bandit sign that you put in a yard of a piece of property that you don't own that's bank owned. Okay, so what I want you guys to realize that when you're out mapping, you've got your foreclosures, you've got your late leads, and you've got your bank owned properties on this map that you've got. Now, you went ahead, you've mapped it out, they're all pinpointed out. You're going to find out if you can map out an area to where you spend no more than two or three minutes between each house, you're going to be better off. <clears throat> you can go in and bang on 20 doors in about three and a half hours. Real easy. 20 doors in about three and a half hours. You'll talk to 10 people. All right, you'll get you'll talk to 10 people if you knock on 20 doors. And you'll get about, well, starting out, if you don't know how to do it, you'll probably get four or five phone numbers. But when you get really good, you get nine or ten phone numbers. You get almost everybody's phone number. And then what I want you to do is leave back a sorry I missed you. Okay, a sorry I missed you is a little 
little thing that we just put on the door. It's not a sticky note or anything like that. It looks like UPS sticker. We just stick it in the door and it says, sorry, I missed you. Call this number. When's the best time to re-deliver your parcel? Okay, so when we're mapping an area, we want to be as efficient as possible mapping that area. We want to get ourselves to a point to where we can spend no more than two to three minutes in between each house. So when we're out there, we can be efficient. Okay, and then what we're also going to do, guys and gals, is being out in that area, you have to know if it's a late lead or a foreclosure because you're going to use a different script with each one of those. Okay, and we're going to cover those in other calls coming up. However, I'll go through a couple of them just real quick so you can hear them. If it's a late lead, 30, 60, 90, 120 day late, but they're not in foreclosure yet. Hi, my name is Bill. I was at the courthouse the other day. I noticed you have a pending problem with your property, which means you could be one, two, or three payments behind. We specialize in helping homeowners like you buy time to stay in your home. What I'd like to do is, is give you this free information packet that gives you your 10 options of what you can do to buy time. What are you working on right now with your mortgage company? See, it's all it is. Now, if they're in foreclosure, you're going to use the same type of a script, but it changes up just a little bit. Hi, my name is Bill. I was at the courthouse here today. I noticed your lender had publicly posted your home for sale. We specialize in helping homeowners like you buy time to stay in your home. What I'd like to do is give you this free information packet. It gives you your 10 options of what you can do to buy time. What are you working on right now with your mortgage company? And they always say, well, I don't have a problem. Or they always say, you know, um, I'm working on a modification or they'll say, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, or I'm going to file a bankruptcy, or I might just give it back to the bank. You know, they're going to say all kinds of stuff like that. So what I want you guys to do is realize that you have to learn how to map to where you can be efficient when you get out there. So you get a day where it's just kind of a gloomy day, and you're like, you know, I was going to go door knocking today, but I've decided I'm not going to go door knocking today. Then you know what? Build yourself about five or 10, 10 by 10s, okay? And those 10 by 10s, there might not be enough houses in a 10 by 10. You might have to do a 15 by 15. But I want you to get an area that's big enough to where you can still stay within two to three minutes per house versus going to this house, talking to a homeowner, and then driving 20 minutes to get to another house talk to a homeowner, and then drive 15 minutes over here to get to another house and nobody's there, and then spend 15 minutes driving over here. You're going to find out in a whole day, you banged on maybe eight doors and talked to three people. It's very hard to be successful when you're like that. Okay, so what I want you to do is get assertive, get out there, make things happen, and, and be on point when you're out there. When you're doing your 10 by 10, Make sure that you've got everything lined out. You've got your fed up packages. You've got your sorry I missed you's. You've got your sign, your um, authorization to releases. You've got everything you need to move forward with that homeowner. Okay, so you want to be able to hand all of that stuff out. You want to be able to establish value at the door. Establishing value at the door is critical, guys and gals. All right, this is Bill Twyford. Remember, this is investing on the go. What I want you to do is remember this. Subscribe. And I know you love this information, 
So what I want you to do is go in and give it five stars. It's okay. You can give it five stars. I'm fine with that. All right. Give it five stars. Subscribe to the most, the most wonderful or wonderful web or pop. <laughs> Here I am. Wait till she hears this. The most wonderful podcast ever. All right. Sign up for that. Subscribe for that, guys. Hit the like buttons out there. Share this on, per, on social media. All right, guys and gals, get it out there. And remember, champions never give up. And, the, and like my dad used to always say, the more you learn, the more you earn. But I got to tell you what, guys and gals, you can learn a lot. But if you don't take action, you're not going to make a lot. All right. This is Bill Twyford. Over and out. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your real real estate estate dreams dreams a reality, reality. keep an eye on wonderful.com and be sure to become a member.